You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. This is the Express with Bilal Bakani and Daniel Shahori. WWE SummerSlam is looking promising. Uh, Dan, are you excited for this show? Yes, it's the second. Is it still the second biggest show of the year? Yeah, well, much. it's it's the biggest show of the summer until Wembley next month. So yes, I yes, I, there's a lot of things to look forward to. Yeah, absolutely. When I look at this card, I see some stuff that's just off the charts. Some of the best stuff potentially of the year. I see some other stuff that's just kind of there. Mm-hmm. But there's the potential for this show to give us almost everything you would want. And I'm not exactly heartbroken that Trish Stratus and, and Becky Lynch is ha- isn't happening. Um, no, you know, it's just too long a, already. Yeah, there's just too many matches on this card. No knock against either of those performers who no. I both individually like. I, I just think this is a card where taking you know that match or, or maybe even the Battle Royale, taking something off it just keeps it a little tighter. Um, and, and there's a lot to go through. Let's start with what will, I think, be the main event. The undisputed WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns is taking on Jey Uso in tribal combat. I think, uh, Dan, we're probably not going to get Uso becoming the champion as much as I would want that to happen. But nevertheless, I think we are going to get another chapter in the cinema that (laughs) Roman Reigns' run as champion. That's still probably going to be fantastic. Yep. Now, why would you want Jey Uso to win? Because... To me, still, and we'll get to it, but to me, the real main event is Cody and Lesnar because of Cody mm. and that yeah. documentary that dropped this week. So yeah. to me, like if I, I still hold strong with a lot of people that Cody needs to be the one to beat Roman. So, mm. but you, I, I cut you off. What is, why do you want Jimmy to win? Or Jay, uh, excuse me. Jay, no, it's, I'm surprised I didn't make that mistake. I, I just think you've got a chance to make a new person champion and it's not to say Roman couldn't win it back and you couldn't still do Cody at Mania. I just really think if you walk away from that Mania match and, and you say, ah, oh, do it again next year, and they just straight shot, do it again next year, I just think that it's a little too direct a path and it sort of undermines the booking that goes with it. So I, you know, I would like Jey Uso to be a speed bump. Roman could go away. He could win back the title. He could win Seth's title. You can do a bunch of stuff here. And you could still end up with Roman versus Cody. Maybe it's for that World Heavyweight Championship that we'll be talking about in a little bit. But I think you could tell a more interesting story because as good as this is, you know, you've got Roman's very long entrance. You've got him always saying, acknowledge me, insert city here. This is a repetitive story, no matter how great. And I, I really do think they would benefit from mixing it up. And at this point... Uh, you know, Roman's already over a thousand days. I don't know how much more of the record books, uh, how much more you're going to get out of this. It, it feels like it is going to become diminishing returns after this point up until WrestleMania, but we will see. Well, they're going to, I think they're going to stick the path and they're going to, no, they're not going to keep it on till he beats Bruno San Martino, but they might keep hmm. him. I, I'm saying it's, it. you will have the repeat. It, it has to be at Mania with Cody. Yeah, and I again, I would just want to detour. So let's talk about Cody and Brock. Um, you know, I would describe this, Dan, as a trilogy that mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody really wanted all that bad, but you have to give these guys credit. They've made this interesting. And, you know, I, I don't, like, I think in my brain, there, you know, a Brock could bring out the tractor. There's not really anything I haven't seen here before. This kind of reminds me of Seth and Cody. But it's, it's still interesting because these guys are interesting characters and they're big name stars. 
and you can kind of just get away with this. They're interesting characters, and they're also they're still a part of the other story, the Roman Reign mm-hmm. story, because this is what you what you said a, a, a minute ago about the direct path. So this is Cody's. They're they're trying to make it that Cody is has to go through these Herculean feats this whole year. I don't know if he's going to win the Rumble. I don't know what's going to happen there, uh, but it's that's what they're trying to do. So the, the story to me is very much linked to the same story with Roman. It's funny when you said Herculean efforts, your, your, your webcam literally stopped working. So uh, you're, you're going Herculean efforts. They keep talking to me here, but I will set up. The, and I, I agree with you. I think it is what it is. I don't even want to spend much more time on this. I will enjoy it. It'll be good. It is what it is. Uh, speaking of which, let's talk about the world heavyweight champion, Seth frickin Rollins taking on Finn Balor. And Dan, I'm going to probably say almost exactly the same thing I'm about to say about the WWE Women's Championship. It really just feels like you need to do the cash in here because the the prospect of Seth beating Finn again or Finn finally beating Seth, it doesn't really excite me. I think one way or another, Senor Money in the Bank, Damian Priest, he either needs to successfully or unsuccessfully cash in, and then you need to move forward with this title because it's very clear he's not going to go for Roman and I just, I don't think there's much mileage in the story beyond pulling the trigger on that money in the bank contract. You think there's a rush to have this cash in? I think they're also really behind Rollins right now. He's he's mm-hmm. over more so than he's been in years, probably since he's been in the shield. Uh, so like this is Rollins at his pinnacle and the crowd's loving him. So I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying they won't do this, but. And, and 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 Rollins can certainly afford the loss, but mm. they seem to have uh, they have something good with Rollins at the moment. Uh, it just it just seems like you know that he was doing the open cash and thing. They were teasing this dissension in the Judgment Day. JD McDonough is off there on main event doing his thing, having you know three matches with Apollo Cruz in the month that's followed him. Kind of you know giving that little Easter egg that he might join up with Balor. It just kind of feels like they need to pull the trigger on something like this. Um, I, I just I couldn't see Seth winning this match. And as much as I would like him to do an open challenge the night after and have Nathan Frazier come out and go teacher versus student, I don't think they're going to do that. I, I think they need to pull the trigger here. And I just think, you know, the Money in the Bank briefcase, it kind of works well two ways. Either you cash it in right away or... You know, you you cash it in when the time feels right. And it really does feel like, you know, this program, then one we're going to talk about next, they're sort of in stasis because you have a contract that's clearly going to go towards this title. You have the best opportunity Priest is probably going to have. Yeah. And Rollins was just doing open challenges, one of which was Priest. I like to see it. I, I really like Damien Priest. And this could, mm-hmm. this could uh, out of recent years with the, with the Money in the Bank briefcase, this... Uh, they, they haven't elevated anybody in, in the last mm-hmm. several years, but this one yep. could do it. And I like him and the time is now for him. Again, there's a lot of hot people right now that are so, yeah, but, you know, I, I would like to see that happen. And just a, a big scale to do it on. And with that same vein, let's talk about the WWE Women's Championship. Oscar defending against Charlotte and Bianca Belair. Who's the baby face in this? Is it Charlotte trying to help Bianca Belair on SmackDown, not put herself in a two-on-one match? Or is it Bianca Belair who got blind tagged by Charlotte in that same match? It's it's just a total mess. Um, I think the only saving grace here is maybe you can finally turn Bianca Belair heel. Then that's done. 
And then I think you just pull the the trigger on Yo Shirai cashing in, Yo Sky, mm. I should say, because this is just you know Oscar's kind of just faded into the background. This has become a Charlotte Bianca Belair program. Charlotte's weird as a baby face. It's just uh, what has she done? What has happened in her life? Like she got married. Did she have a change of heart? He hasn't said any of that. She's just been like, well, now I'm a baby face. It's just a total mess. And I uh, honestly, I'm kind of hoping that the day after this, yes, there may be some rematches, but we're moving towards a Bailey and EO for the title. I just, I think all of this is kind of needs to be thrown out the window after SummerSlam. Sure. And it hadn't occurred to me that maybe, so EO could, that cash and I can totally see, and I can mm-hmm. see it be, uh, first sh- allowing Charlotte to win just so mm-hmm. they can bump up the, you know, that they love their numbers. Yeah. Like now she'll be the 15th. She has like what 14 titles right now. They want be her to be her dad. So it might, this might put her at 16. So they could mistaken. do that and then yep. instantly have EO cash in. It'll still count as a title reign. Yeah. Uh, and then they, they accomplish two things. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's a weird saving grace of, of numerics and them. And I, you know, I know there's been reports about them wanting to, you know, expunge some names from the record book and drop some names lower than other names. You know, Ric Flair for Charlotte Flair is a very natural one. If you've ever seen dark side of the ring. So, you know, I, I wouldn't really penalize them for doing that. And if it gets you, you know, as the champion, I, I just think it's the best case scenario and it gives Bailey a chance to split away from her. And you have, you know, arguably two single stars walk out of that match who are clearer baby faces and heels than anyone in this match. So uh, yeah, to not do it at this point would be very confusing. I uh, speaking of, it. Yeah. Speaking of confusing intercontinental champion, Gunter, who just couldn't keep Chad Gable to five minutes on raw is going to take on Drew McIntyre, who I think a lot of us thought was going to AEW, but at this point doesn't seem to be. Um, it, it is interesting that we haven't seen a bunch of Drew McIntyre on WWE TV kind of gives you the vibe that maybe things aren't as, you know, who knows what his future is going to be, quite honestly. Um, but I think this will be a great match. I think you have to include Gunter on a show like this. After watching that Gable match on Raw, I, I hope that's the direction out of this. I kind of think that should have been the SummerSlam match instead. Um, but fair been Awesome. Yeah, I love both uh, Gunther and uh, Gable. Well, this is, okay, and there's no confusion about what the outcome is going to be we know mm-hmm. uh, i'm 100% gunther's going to win this i think how, how close do you know how close he is to beating the honky Tonk man's record like like within oh, weeks right yeah it's got to be right there yeah so they're not going to do that like they mm-hmm. want these they want all their contemporary stars to have all these accolades just mm-hmm. like we just discussed with charlotte so yeah. there's no way whether drew stays or goes in this company that uh that he's winning yeah and as not a clear It'll be a great match. Like you not said. a clear direction for Drew coming out of this, but with Gunter, you know, as you said, you might as well give him the record. And then he has been built up to a point where he could lose the title on an edition of Raw. It wouldn't matter. He could be contending for the world title in the next week. Like that's sure, where this guy course. is at this point. Which is he um, should. Sp- speaking of putting guys at a point, uh, Logan Paul mm-hmm. seems to have been the secret to making Ricochet a main event star. Yeah. Uh, this feud has had everything from ricochet's plastic kind of rope flip over nxt spot to logan paul um you know walking around with a prime energy drink which is now banned in canada by the way because it's not healthy to have so you know if you're listening probably shouldn't have prime um from the u.s i guess they don't care so enjoy your sugar death but nevertheless um i really think 
this is the opportunity you need to give Ricochet this win. Logan Paul is, is so Teflon. He is kind of what he is, and especially now that he's in this heel role, for him to just come by every big pay-per-view and do a thing, you know, and the rumor was he maybe was going to do this with LA Knight. There's rumors about him doing stuff with Nick Diaz. Like, the world is his oyster, but my God, if you can give Ricochet this win, I, I would probably book him directly with a Damian Priest or a Finn Balor, whoever's the world heavyweight champion after this. The fires on Ricochet, I would put him in the main event scene off a of victory hero, Logan Paul. I like the way you think. I wish, I hope this will happen. Uh, I Right up until this past Monday, I said there's... I, I just thought, well, of course, Logan Paul is going to win right up until the point where Logan mentioned Samantha Irvin and mm. the fact that she would have to say Logan's name, beating her fiance. And yep. I was like, at that right up until then, I was like, oh, maybe Ricochet will win just because they've acknowledged this relationship. Or I don't know if it's classic Vince McMahon booking, they'll bury Ricochet. But uh, and still make Smith Irving do that. But uh, that made me think, oh, maybe Rick. And I, I hope you're because you're right. If Ricochet beats Logan Paul, who they're they've obviously heavily invested in, mm-hmm. then that, that will bring him to the next level. I hope that happens. Look, and it's, it's not bad news that uh, Vince McMahon's in a, you know, recovering from surgery. And uh, I you wish him an incredible bad word, but it's, it's, not, it's bad not bad news. news. Now, I've, never, I've never said that sentence, but uh. Hmm. I will also say I wish him a very slow recovery and I hope he never comes back. Uh, Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's talk about Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler in an MMA rules match. And Dan, the the promos these two ladies did on raw and and look, you just, you can't have the history. I I don't know if we'll ever have two people who have the history they have. Like, like quite honestly, Ronda Rousey describes being in a bar and watching Shayna Baszler in some form of MMA and then all these years later, becoming the first female face of the sport, um, and then them kind of crossing pads in WWE again, and then Shayna being her godmother to her child, and Shayna thinking about you know that child never forgiving her for what she's about to do. This is just spectacular. I would argue there's nothing that can happen in wrestling to me that is going to be more legit than the rivalry between these two. Um, there may be others, your MJFs, your Roman Reigns, who maybe have a little more on the delivery, but you just can't write a story with the stakes of this story. Um, they've had to rush it because it seems like Ronda's done after this. Yeah. Um, but the potential here for Baszler to win this match and to be at an all-time high in her career, um, it, it's kind of unfortunate that they've already kind of set up Rhea versus Raquel and potentially Rhea versus Liv Morgan. Um, but I could see Baszler winning this and being in contention with Rhea Ripley in the immediate future. She like, would be the is, only believable yeah. contender. Uh, the, yeah, yeah this is great. Sense. What they did on Monday was the best thing they've done with Ronda in, in I don't know, since they debuted her with The Rock back yeah. in Mania. Uh, it was great, and Shayna as well. And uh, yeah, I've been waiting for this for Shayna. And uh, I, if 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 it's true, and I, I think it's a speculation that mm. it looks like Ronda's leaving. And if that's mm. the case... Um, yeah, hopefully Shana goes over and I don't know. Now I'm always skeptical or, or cautious concerned about these worked shoot fights. So I wish I would, you know, it'd be cool if they actually got to do it, but they're not, obviously they're not going to do it, but I don't know what it's going to look like. What do you think mm-hmm. it's going to look like? What, how are they going to do this? So it, it, here's what I thought. I thought they were going to go the fight pit route, but when they said MMA rules, 
and I'm honestly surprised they didn't just say UFC rules. They're owned by UFC now. I think we're going to get something that's going to resemble the UFC. And the way this this was put together with, with the catalog it had from MMA and the UFC, I, I think you're going to get something that's a direct copy carbon of what an MMA match would look like between Rousey and Baszler, um, but probably just in a ring. But I think you're going to have corner people. I think you're going to have a stoppage. Um, oh, so they're going to do rounds. Is that what they yeah. did? They explain that they, they didn't explain it, but also the, the Heritage Cup is still a thing in NXT. So you have a bit of a template as to how you would convert this. Um, but I would argue they're going to go even further to make this more UFC adjacent just because of the virtue of who's in it. Right. Um, and, and then, you know, if, if Ronda or Shayna ever decides to do something in UFC, um, it makes it more you know, it makes it an easier fit to reuse this footage. And it could be anything from a, a match to commentary to mark. Like there's obviously some level of synergy here. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if, if Bruce Buffer or somebody from the UFC gets involved here. Uh, cool. But I, I think if we're at that level, they should have laid that out more. Um, but anything's possible. Uh, again, this is one of the uh, matches I'm looking forward. Surprisingly, uh, looking forward mm-hmm. to the most. Uh, shouldn't be a surprise because because I wasn't, I haven't been interested in Ronda Rousey for a few, couple years, and now this match, I'm, I'm. This is like my top three matches on the card that I'm looking forward to. So, yeah, and rare you see tears from both competitors in a feud, and you believe it. You just yep. you believe it. It's real. And uh, yeah, sure, m- maybe Ronda said, "I'm done." Um, maybe, you know, it's debatable how much friction there really was between them, but they just have so much life expectancy uh, or life experience with each other to play with that. Even if it's Baszler fictionalizing how her relationship is with Rousey, it's so grounded in reality. Um, just the level of psychology and, and how the, the relationship changed between them. It's and I, I sense that Paul Heyman probably helped them with this because he has that relationship working sure. with Rhonda, and it just felt like it was written at a a Roman Reigns level, and everything else was written on a Monday Night Raw level. And again, a Monday Night Raw where I think Vince is loopy from the Med, so I think Triple H had free reign to write the Raw he wanted to write, and yet this still was you know head and shoulders above anything I saw over the three hours of Monday Night Agreed. Raw. Uh, lastly, here the SummerSlam Battle Royal presented by Slim Jim. Uh, confirmed for this match from what I vaguely remember, Dan, because it sure as hell is not on the website. And I looked at the full description. LA Knight, Sheamus, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Damaso Jampa. So we know four of what'll probably be a field of 20 or 30 people. I feel like LA Knight has to win this. Like, I feel like you've got to give this guy something here. Uh, I, I feel like if they had given him the US title shot against Theory, that would be on this card. And they they didn't do it. And then they kind of realized it wasn't really worthy of this card. But yeah, I feel like you've got to give this to LA Knight. I, I just don't think anyone else is going to be able to do as much with this as he is. I agree, but we don't know who else is in this. Uh, and mm-hmm. what what is there stakes to this? Did they say what other did, did they win like a life supply of Slim Jims? I hope what so. happens here. No, but they, do they get? I, I I don't like these battle royals that have no that they don't get anything. Like at least at least the ones on AEW, they get like a title mm-hmm. shot of something that or comes money. out of it. But they never, they rarely, not never, but they rarely mm. have any consequences other than obviously the Royal Rumble. But uh, so other than, okay, if from the names mentioned, yes, LA Knight, 
Yeah. But who else? We don't know. Like, there should be some pretty, there's a lot of people not on this card. So there's mm-hmm. maybe a lot of big names that, like yeah. bigger names, like Bobby Lashley, yeah. uh, Austin Theory should be in this. I don't think he'll win it, but uh, yeah. Maybe he should be there. in it because what else is he doing? But there's there's other names I'm not forget, I'm not remembering like that mm-hmm. are Randy Orton could return in a match like this. That would be a hell of a way to bring him back. I don't know, if, no, because this is a match where they're all going to start in the ring, mm. and he won't get it. I mean, unless they give him his own, but to, they could. I, but I know what you're saying. It's diminishing returns at that point. I like Riddle would be in this thing. I would imagine. I think they're done um, with him, man. Riddle. Yeah, and he's a uh, he's a problem right now for them. Yeah, uh, understandable, and it's, it wouldn't it wouldn't be the first time with Mister Riddle. Um, but yeah, very very interesting. You know, if a it would be something if LA was about to win this, and then a late arrival to this match is Bray Wyatt, and they have that in their back pocket, and it's a way to reheat Wyatt uh, if he's ready to come back. Uh, That's obviously, possible. In a but very- a late arrival, it's not like but it's not like Rumble rules. Like they're all yeah. going to start at the same time. So you'll, I mean. If yes, if they announce him last, if Wyatt's in it and they and they go that route, he's going to win it. Yeah, he's. I mean, yeah. but it, again, it's such a. I think that's kind of a anticlimactic way to redebut him. I, I guess the other option here, and I'm just spitballing, is do you put somebody from NXT in this and use it as their way to maybe set up a feud with LA or one of these other guys, and then put them right onto the main roster, such as you know. Uh, Braun Breaker is a guy mm-hmm. who's been talked about before as somebody can go into a rumble and do some damage. Um, I, I know the speculation Dragonoff could join Imperium, sure. but uh, I would argue he's putting him in there as a single star on a SmackDown is, is probably hedging your European bets for the future. And he's a tremendous, tremendous worker. Um, you think Dominic Mysterio is going to be in the in this battle room? Oh, I, I I hope so. That that would just for the booze alone, that would be great. Yeah, like, um, what about like somebody like Omos? Like, where's Omos these days? Yeah, I you're talking about a guy who's been deep pushed. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I and to your point about Bobby Lashley, he's been talking to the Street Profits. So mm-hmm. maybe you know them, them. Yeah, them as a group. Um, you know, maybe there are other people who he's brought into this, uh, and it's the beginning of a faction that could be you know, very formidable here. So there's some room to tell some good stories. My gut is it's just going to be LA night. Uh, yes. But yeah, I, I wouldn't, geez, I wouldn't rule anything out. And I, I'm, I'm sure like there's a name you and I are going to think of, like it doesn't make sense for say a Damian Priest to be in this because he's already got money no. in the bank. But I, you know, but I that's wouldn't put why it... I said Dominic. It's what else is he yeah. doing? Is Ray Mysterio going to be in this battle royal? Yeah, uh, could set up a spot um... there. Oh, uh, what's his name? Um, Santos Escobar, yes. the LWO. All of them. Uh, look, I, I would be hilarious if Priest was in it only to make Dominic win. Um, that okay. would be, yeah. you know, him literally hitting people like Rhea gives, I guess, yeah, Rhea doesn't have a match. Rhea gives Abdallah? him the briefcase. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, I would, exactly. All of Hit Row except for B-Fab, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, maybe some tag teams. Maybe we see the Vikings. Maybe we see the Alpha Academy. Um, a lot of people yeah, of to course. pick from. And, and then you've still got AJ Styles. You've got... Oh, yeah. Uh, we don't know what Grayson Waller is doing necessarily. The speculation. Grayson Waller could be he a may possibility. Call out the Rock. He could call out the well, Undertaker. That's it. Oh, because you're right. So th- they're teasing. They're teasing something that the Rock might show up, and if he mm-hmm. does, it will be. If you see uh, an impromptu um, Waller effect, then yeah, you know the Rock be, is coming out. Yeah, it's got to be the Rock or Austin or someone. You know, and look, Undertaker, just for him walking out there maybe saying two words and choke slamming the kid would still be pretty effective um 
just as this, you know, this weird McMahonism of, well, you got killed by a star, you know, uh, what, right. like what Ed exactly. said. He's got the rub. You know, yeah. you, you can swim, which I don't know if you've seen swimming recently, Edge, but yeah. most people generally float, so that's not really no. saying anything. Uh, but yeah, a lot of options and, yeah. and pretty fun to speculate. Ask, ask Damien Sanda how that spot worked out for him. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. Uh, Dan, anything else you want to say before we go? I know there's a bunch of stuff happening in AEW, but I'm recovering from a cold, so I didn't prepare anything on that. That's okay, but are we going to do a all-in review or not preview? Uh, we we kind of have to because, uh, to your point, it's it's going to be one of the biggest gates of the year, one of the biggest shows of the year. Um, and, you know, I'm sure you and I both have a, a soft spot for our wrestling friends in the UK, sort of in a, a similar spot to Canada, but further away. Um, so it'll be a nice celebration of, of UK wrestling um, as, as opposed to NXT UK, which just stole a lot of their talent and then left. Hey, I actually watched a bit of the NXT pay-per-view. Oh, what were your thoughts before we go? Uh, Well, I really, because I wanted to check out Gable Stevenson's uh, debut. Yeah. So that that was my main takeaway. That's what I really wanted to see. Uh, Main event was good too, though. But uh, that's what I wanted to see because I want, I should, um, yeah. Uh, I don't know if this kid is long for this company, but uh, but actually, it was a good, it was a good show. I was surprised the, the, the how hyped that crowd was. Yeah, no, no. I think, and you know, granted, a lot of stars from Texas uh, helps them out. Mm-hmm. I'm not as critical on Stevenson as I think others have been calling it the worst debut and whatnot. Look, I I would never debut a guy on a no finish, um, but I I think the kid has some natural athletic ability. Obviously, yeah, obviously. You know? So how much you can polish him? I think it's, it's, it is like, I think he has become a guy who's been presented to you as, Oh, Hey, look at this kid on raw. Maybe he's the next Kurt angle. Oh, this kid got drafted. That's the problem. We're still paying him. Uh, You know what? We never really used him. Now he's on NXT. So the perception is not great, No, but this is such a humongous company with so few spots. I have no doubt this kid could still, you know, maybe he's not Kurt angle, but could he, you know, carve out a role like Chad Gable or Jason Jordan easily. Like, could this I think guy... they're expecting more from him, though. Yeah, and he's got the potential to be that. And, uh, you know, it, it's so fascinating because Gable's a guy, he can talk, he can wrestle. I don't know if Steveson is going to ever be that level of character. That's probably the biggest question. But in terms of an in-ring worker, he's got a lot of the basic fundamentals. He's obviously not as refined as... as you know, Chad Gable is, but he's got a lot of the basic fundamentals. And, you know, if you gave this kid a manager, he'd be they probably will. fine. And yeah, it's probably it was his first match. Going. It's yeah. not fair. It's a shame that he had to have his first match on national television. I don't even just, think Kurt Angle did that. At least they hit him for a while and they got, yeah. and it's, it's not fair. You, you've got Corbin going back to NXT where he's like a reverse, you know, unintentional fan favorite. And he was, Right. Debuting new gimmick. It just was a, it wasn't the right, they, they didn't read the temperature of this guy. And well, how, but I, look, in their defense, if I had to pick somebody to go up against Gable, I would have thought, sure, Baron Corbin for sure, they're going to boo him. Of course. I thought that would, I would have thought that would have been the right choice, but we were all wrong about that. There's a weird nostalgia with that NXT I guess fan base. So. I think what I would have done in a perfect world is, you know, his brother is Damon Kemp, who's a pretty, mm-hmm. you know, legit heel. I would have probably worked some sort of angle where he, you know, his brother was trying to get him to join him and to take someone down. 
Um, and, you know, and he has the, he was coaching Eddie Thorpe against his brother. So he could have just done, you know, good brother versus evil brother. The dynamics are a bit more established. His brother's been sitting around in NXT. He's betrayed the Creed brothers. It's a much cleaner story. Um, I'm, I'm sure Shawn Michaels is probably saving that for a rainy, rainy day. Sure. Um, but yeah, I just, I just was the wrong move. And, and sometimes you're right. You're not going to know until you try something. Um, and I, I, I do have some faith that they will find something in this kid because, you know, the reality of it is if he goes through the system and they can't figure it out, the guy's contract's going to expire. He's probably going to show up in an AEW or something and carve out, if he wants to, he will carve out a good career for himself as a wrestler because he has so much name recognition, so much natural in-ring ability. The other stuff can be taught or can be scripted around or mouthpieced around. I don't, I don't think this kid is missing anything inert that you need to be a star in wrestling in today's day and age. We'll see. I didn't have much hope for Dominic Mysterio, but he's turned out to be a, a hidden gem. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, there's way too early. And, it's unf- like it, it, and there's a lot of pressure on him. Uh, but yeah, we got to give him the benefit of the doubt of like a, at least a year hmm. before yeah, we can really well, say this. Absolutely well said, Dan. We will be back for what I will dub AWUK. Uh, thanks for listening. Enjoy SummerSlam. And that's all, folks. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com.